0: Everyone and welcome to Bookends with Kids. This is your co-host Parker Moon.
1: This is um the first dad of the group, Brett urban Only child, Daniel
2: Phillips.
0: And we are a weekly uh, kid cast where we go over <laughs> one book a month. So and stupid. So we're so friends. So stupid. <laughs> Give me a break.
2: So and, we're, and we Breaking make dads along the way. Oh, kid cast so are. stupid. Kid What's cast. up, guys? What's up, Daddy? How's Daddy life been? Let's just get let's just get right into it. How's Daddy life? Hello, been? Father. I, I just want to hear about you. I don't even care about okay, books no, anymore.
0: No. Yeah, who cares about books, right? Okay, so we are we are a book club podcast. um We haven't Not changed right that. If you're joining, the the thing that has changed <laughs> is that I have Parker a son life. now. No, Maddie created life and I did very little to <laughs> help the process, but now life is here and life is beautiful life and it's is amazing here. and I love him so much. Oh. Um Son. we the the book this month is flowers of no Kill- killers of the Flo- flower moon um that's what we'll be covering this episode yeah but i think for we, like five we just minutes talk about, but
1: the rest of it we're going to talk about
0: <laughs> yeah we're, we're a kid cast now we're going to talk about my kid because that's all that's all so it really is a thing whenever you become a dad or a parent all you want to do is talk about your kid and take photos of your kid i have so many photos of this kid on my phone
2: good man um i do want to give you a pretty big shout out for Starting and finishing this book after baby boy was born. Eclipsed, which is noted pretty it. impressive. <laughs> this book is not on Hoopla, but oh, really? there is Spark Notes version of this book on Hoopla. So I'm not convinced that Parker just didn't do that.
0: No, so the there there is it? um there a lot of what I read was audiobook at odd hours of the night, yeah. like all yeah. throughout the night when I was yeah. awake with. With young sun, so you um, <laughs> heard a lot about I, the
1: flower moon at 4 a.m. I did, and
0: I don't know how that impacted the experience <laughs> of it, so we'll talk about that.
1: There was like dragons and stuff like that. You're yeah,
0: it was, <laughs> it was really crazy. I wasn't expecting wow, that. The magic
2: system in this book goes yeah.
0: crazy,
2: yeah. Well,
0: uh, how do we start this show? It feels like we've been it's been forever since we've done yeah, a podcast, we did
2: a, like a back to back recording to prepare you for a baby and so it's been a it's been a hot minute but let's do short stories first okay um which is really just going to be an interview about you like how's how's life going
0: life's good um so uh i, I it's 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 wild right it's i I'm, I'm trying to think of like all there's so much stuff that has happened in the past two weeks it's felt like two years have been crammed into two weeks yeah and also that it's gone by in two minutes and uh he pees on me all the time and it's he thinks it's really funny i think because he does it he almost almost exclusively to me like (laughs) he's like spit up a little bit on maddie i think he's peed on her once but like any time that uh ding dong is out it's like it's aimed and like locked and loaded right at me so um i love him i just love him so much i i wish i could show you i mean i could show you guys pictures I can't show our audience. We're just going to look at audio medium.
1: We're just going to look at pictures of your son for the whole. You guys can just listen to our comment. This is a live commentary.
0: When I want to open the floor to you, uh, non dads, as I refer to everyone now who's not a dad. (laughs) Anyone who's not a dad is just a non dad. Daniel, you will you will be a dad soon. A dad to be Um, still. Your dad to be. But anybody who's a non dad, I just want to ask. Do you have any questions for me, a dad of two weeks, uh, and my infinite uh, wisdom?
1: Um, Infinite wisdom. I, I was, here's my question that you told me to save for when we we're recording is, uh do you have, is the way that you like differentiate between clothes now, is it clothes that you're okay with being peed on and then clothes that you don't want to get peed on?
0: Mm, I mean, at the end mm, of the day, ex- it's just
1: pee. So it's like not that big mm, of a deal,
0: but. Excellent question. No. So all of my belongings, all of my house and home is, and everything that I ever worked for is is my son's now, yeah. and it's his to and it's his to mark, and he will he will spit up and pee and poop on whatever yeah. he he chooses and sees fit. And the thing is, when he does it, I'm like, oh shucks, but it's still just he's so dang cute, cute that I don't I don't so really cute. yeah he's so cute. So it's just like I don't I can't get mad. Yeah. I mean, no, like nothing's safe Yeah, not an nothing angry is way, sacred.
1: Just like, is you, um, in your mind is or you're like oh this is I this is my shirt like
0: no this I'm just a i'm just a big old piss boy I'm covered in piss head like hey, head to toe, that's toe the to way tip. It goes. there's no there's no escaping <laughs> it so um yeah it's it, there's no reason there's no reason to try is what I'd say because right. yeah. you're gonna get yeah. you're, you're gonna just get gonna messy
1: hit. it's just, you're it's gonna get just messy. wasted like worry like it's gonna get peed on eventually right
0: yeah he's he's yeah. gonna pee on uh, it
2: eventually
0: <laughs>
1: he's gonna he's gonna pee on it
0: eventually that's house. House he'll get that
2: shirt pee on it it's <laughs> a Milo Moon
0: guarantee.
2: Yeah, Dan. Watch out, mango.
0: Um, Dan, any questions?
2: Um, I just uh, no questions for me. It's just really nice to see you vibrant and healthy and yeah. happy. Thanks. I'm glad you're Thanks. doing good.
0: I, I, you know, I really, um, I, I can't stress this enough. I know there's like a million people in the world who are going to tell you horror stories about parenthood and and um having like an infant and all that stuff and they're like oh you'll never sleep and all this stuff there's a there's some truth to the not sleeping oh yeah, sure. and it being challenging and, and you kind of are scared all the time but it's also just the coolest thing yeah. i've ever done so anyone listening the beautiful uh, and to experience. you dan who's about to be a dad who's just a pre-dad right now but pre-dad. will be a dad um it is it is so so wonderful and the moments that are joyful outweigh any of the frustration like 10 billion to
2: one i don't want to like ruffle feathers with this um better watch out but i imagine all of those comments are similar to like when i was getting married and i received comment after comment from people uh just in like co-workers or everyday life it's, that's like you can just say men <laughs> man that was like marriage is the hardest thing you're ever going to do in life. And every day you're going to want to kill your significant other, but there's, there's days where it's worth it. And it just like really isn't like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's more of a, it's more of a, it makes you sad for, um, yeah, for the, yeah. But I, I will say, I will say as a, as a little caveat, as a little asterisk for the baby thing, um, all babies are different, and so oh, our yeah. experience oh, yeah. has been. I like I've you know like I've seen um, like for instance my my sister uh, her daughter when she was younger had an acid reflux problem and was very colicky. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: and so the the challenge there like not all uh, infant newborn stages are equal, um, and I think that we, Maddie and I've been very blessed um, in a lot of ways of of having a pretty chill baby. So. Yeah. I do say that because I know that it can be harder.
2: Right. Nicole and I both being only children, we, we feel like we're going to go, we're going to flip a coin on this. Because I, not to toot my own tutor, was apparently a perfect baby. Just like. Yeah, you slept, probably were. you give perfect slept baby vibes. through the night really early was really quiet really chill nicole acid reflux well you wore a men's size seven
1: by the time you were six months old yeah
2: yeah i could i could like get my own bottle off the top shelf (laughs) at at four months um but Nicole apparently like screamed and cried for the first six months of life so
0: wow i i i really don't know i don't know um i i hope and wish the best and, and i'll be right. here i'll we'll be stay. here and i'll have a couple months under my belt by that time yeah and so if advice. you need
2: but either way either way it's gonna be fine we're gonna do yeah. it it's gonna you'll be have right.
0: a, you'll have a village that's and you know i do sorry one more thing about me being a dad and then we can this probably is talk the about the
2: entire episode i don't know this why is, you said one more thing. yeah okay
0: um <laughs> but so so one more thing i will say uh you know people say that that adage of like it takes a village to raise a baby yeah yada 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 sometimes that can sound annoying uh but i have been overwhelmed by the amount of love and uh support that we've had from friends family uh uh, acquaintances like co-workers people that like have come out of the woodworks to show us love and have sent us stuff or sent us food um, and so like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, cheesy, but like it, it is, it is a wonderful feeling to know that you have a village of people loving your kid yeah. when you love your kids so much. Um, yeah. so that's just a, that's just another little shout out to all the people who've been incredible. Cause some of them listen to this show. Um, so yeah hey thank you i love you i i love you and my son loves you also loves you um Uh, also
2: i kind of just sat there waiting for you to stop talking because i thought of a tweet that i'm gonna tweet this second this podcast is over but it is uh it takes the village by m night shalom on dvd to raise a baby so i will be okay i I can't wait
0: tweet it or threads it it. i'll be
2: tweeting that yeah Um,
0: don't we don't mess around with
2: I mean, we, um, I could share a short story. I don't really have anything. I kind of enjoyed that little focus on you, guys. Um, my
0: threads game has been on point. By the way, if you're not following me on threads, you yeah, should really you re- rectify that. that.
2: Yeah, leave his notifications off because you're gonna get woken up by your phone at four o'clock in the morning when he's <laughs> well, so about his th- nipples.
0: There was <laughs> there was a point where uh, uh, new son baby son was not sleeping the best early on or, or maybe it was also, I think a lot of it was us adjusting. Um, and you kept him, up. I was sleeping like two hours a night. Um, and so that gave me a lot of time to do things on my phone with one hand, which was either read on the Kindle app or uh thread. And so I did a good amount of threading. Um, and I don't know if that'll continue. Probably not, but so Hey, it was, it was good time while it lasted. How, like super stronger you know super strong from dad strength yeah um so dad strength hasn't kicked in yet but i do <laughs> think i know the secret to dad strength which is how often you have to lift your baby in a car seat mm. cuz that babies like themselves aren't the lightest things yeah. and i hear they only get bigger that's, <laughs> that's the word on the street <laughs> is that they only grow and the <laughs> car seat isn't heard. the lightest thing either so you're just doing a lot of car seat lifting um, and I think all these dads who have had dad strength for years that's their secret
1: nice
2: yeah very good
1: um yeah no no short stories um, shout out Coco Golf for winning the US Open that was I, we, yeah, yeah Coco Golf won the US Open that's great very fun that's kind of the only thing I wanted to shout out really I think
2: I finished the fourth wing
1: did you how'd you like it oh
0: no? No, that face? not for me.
2: Not
0: it's for you. Not okay, for I've, me. I've heard some people, I, I've heard people love it. So yeah. um, I think you might be a little bit They're of an outlier there. Daniel so Hobbes. that kind I'm of piques my Daniel interest Hobbes. more.
2: Um, I, I would love for either of you to read it. Uh, my, I can give a review. I just I just didn't really like it. I'm not going to give a review. Yeah, I, that's I fine. think the first half was not very good. does pick up significantly in the second half. Yeah. redeemed itself a little bit but first half not for me um pick it up read it
0: nice can i you tell think. you i also i also read um while whilst whilst babying whilst doing the baby thing uh i read the second shades of magic book um a gathering of shadows Finished that still love it so much love uh i'm the in, on the third right now
2: darker yes. shades of magic
0: Yes, and uh, I also read, but this this is exciting, and I want to give a huge shout out, um, or, or not shout out, a recommendation to you guys and our listeners, a book called Nettle and Bone by T. Kingfisher.
2: Such um, have a you all heard of this? For an author, I've heard of the author. Yeah, I feel I, like it's heard heard yes. her newer work, right?
0: Yes, uh, yeah. I, I'm not sure where in line it comes in, okay. um, but she—that's her pen name. I did look up that because I was interested, um, and I've heard great things. Since yeah, same, I've read, I same. didn't know anything about it going into *Nettle and Bone*. Um, it was for my other book club. That book is awesome. It's it's like 250 pages, I want to say, um and it's it's what like the the best description. This is kind of coming from uh one of my uh buddies in that book club. He was the one who first said it, but it was it's so apt that I'm just gonna kind of parrot him. Is it feels like a like a dark uh, stardust. Like it's okay. that kind of like, it's very charming. It's very much like a fairy tale, but it's got like a eerie, like October fall vibe to it. Yeah, that nice. is, It's perfect for this time of year. Oh, cool.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I I genuinely loved it. I, I can't like hype it up enough.
2: Yeah. Very cool. I'll have cool. to check it out. That sounds really good. There's I mean,
0: a dog. It's a skeleton. It's made of bones. It's name is bone dog. It's a good dog. That's great i've been
2: like this is gonna surprise both of you i've been in a horror mood i think i want to get some horror books to read okay because uh, i really just want to dive into fall because it's been so stinking hot, hot for the past three months
0: yeah just read something scary and bring in the, the colder weather
2: no
1: kidding watch the um, new Goosebumps show that's coming out on hulu ooh.
2: with justin long oh freaking no way <laughs> yeah I saw I Justin Long.
0: Long. What has that guy been up to? Is um, a
2: barbarian? If you want to, he's piss just your pants he's at like a, he's your just baby. like a
1: scream queen.
2: Yeah, you gotta okay. love him. Um, uh, let's get into this book. Yeah. So
1: to? so this this month we read "Pillars of the Flower Moon" by David Gran. Um, it is historical uh, nonfiction, and uh. Yeah, it's about the um, Osage Indian murders and uh, the it, he. The second half of the book delves into the the early formative years of the FBI. Um, and I guess uh, Osage Native Americans is what I should have said. I didn't mean. To, didn't imply. It's
0: at that. Hey, well, you know what, Pal? We're gonna give you a pass there because they say in the book it, it's Osage Indians, and then Osage Native Americans is almost inter- used interchangeably. Uh, but we could say Osage Native Americans from here out.
1: Yes. Um. So just uh, should we do quote of the week um, or do we want to do a I kind of feel like this book deserves a quick synopsis or background just because it is nonfiction. And yeah, it, I would love that. And it kind of you're going to be a little bit lost in the discussion if you don't know the story.
0: Yeah. Hopefully you read along. Yes, hopefully. But if you didn't, yeah, go ahead and synopsis
1: us. We're well,
2: doing a quarter of the week first or synopsis first? Uh, quarter of us, the week, us, Brett. Yeah, hit us with the back to back to get us started. So um, I'll do the synopsis
1: so the quarter of the week makes more sense. Okay. Um, so, synopsis, synop, synopsi. Um So, basically, this is the story of um, the Osage Native, Amer- Osage Native American tribe that um, through many means that we have learned, some we've learned about in school and some we haven't, the U.S. government basically forced um, most Native Americans off of their tribal homelands. um, And the Osage ended up settling in northern Oklahoma um, and through some actual um, super, super smart Uh, workings of their own, they managed to gain the mineral rights to their land Their, I guess, I I don't know if it was a reservation at the time, but they basically turned it into its own County within the state of Oklahoma. So it was Osage County, Um, but they owned their own, uh, the mineral rights to the entire County. So they had um, the, they basically called it the reservation under the like underground. So they had like the, the, top level reservation which they were allowed to sell to to non-tribal members and and whatnot but then they also had the mineral rights underneath which could only belong to members of the tribe and you had to be it had to be like you had to be a blood relative like a blood member of the tribe to have this head right and ha- get a piece of these mineral rights because in the early 1900s they struck oil and the Osage, People became per capita the richest people in the world. But then what happened was, is um, they started dying off in mysterious ways. Some of them very clearly murdered. Some of them, the law learned later that it was poisonings, but you know, tens if not hundreds of the Osage people were murdered for their head rights, for their money, um, because of course, not only... Did we kick them off of their land? But once they became rich, we determined, the US government determined that they weren't smart enough or competent enough to control their own money. So, in a ploy to control their riches after they had gained it, we forced them to have white people control them uh, because they weren't competent enough to control their own fortunes. So they controlled the Osage people's fortunes and they would kill them off to then steal their money. So it's basically the story of that and how the FBI became involved during its formative years. Um, A special agent named Tom White was the lead agent. He reported to J. Edgar Hoover, which is this was during the Hoover years. Um, So it basically tells the story of how this crime, these crimes unfolded. Um, and how the perpetrators were caught, but yet how there's probably still so many perpetrators that did not get caught. So does that, did, was that good?
2: Amazing. That's great. Yeah, that's a good. fantastic
0: synopsis. Can I ask you all a question before we get to quit a week? Yeah. Did yes. y'all know this? Did no. Y'all, did y'all? Re- and
1: that's not what I was, was going to mention it in the, the discussion, but this is, yeah, this is a great time to talk about it. Um, yeah, no, like it blows my mind. That this story was lost to time. Obviously everyone's heard of it. We are, you know, three white guys in the South. So I'm sure people have heard of it in the country, but I think for the most part, I could speak for most people and saying that this was lost to time and they yeah. had never heard of it before. It's not taught in schools. I've asked
0: I've asked a couple folks since reading and or while reading, and it's it's something that's not and I, I have to imagine that like a lot of uh, Western atrocities. American history. Yeah. Whenever there, whenever there are atrocities committed um, there's a lot of revisionist history that goes into play to make it n- seem not as bad. And yeah. um, also growing up, like you said, in the South um, I am not too surprised that this, Slipped the minds, I guess, of our educators it's and crazy. then was not taught. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty insane story for uh, for it to be, you know, such a big deal, such a big thing that happened and then just completely looked over.
1: It's it's one of the most insane things that i had ever read, like every every new detail that was uncovered. I was like, this is there's no way that this conspiracy, right. this is like a conspiracy that could not even be like written. And yeah. it was well, I had to keep reminding so, myself that it, it wasn't
0: fiction. Right. Like I, I, kept thinking, this I was like, really this, just, "This is cr- like this is a crazy murder mystery novel." And I was like, "Nope, this was real people and real lives that were impacted, um, and some real, real disgusting people yeah. Uh, manipulating." Yeah.
1: Which leads us to my quote of the week. Um, Hannah did send one in. Uh, I'm sorry, Hannah. I really wanted... There was this one thing that was like... I was like, as soon as I heard it, I wanted to share it. But thank you for sending that in. We really appreciate it. So shout out to Hannah. Um, but so my quote of the week... Basically, by the end of the story, um, our main perpetrator was uh, a, a wealthy landowner landowner named William Hale. Um, he was like the main... Like head of the conspiracy. At least this one. Um, but he goes to prison, and within prison, so here's, here's I'm going to kind of read a chunk of of an excerpt, and then I'm going to focus in on one particular part. In prison, Hale was given a neurological and psychological examination. The evaluator found that Hale showed no obvious evidence of repression nor frank psychosis, but nevertheless had extremely vicious components in his makeup. Cloaking his savagery under the banner of civilization, Hale portrayed himself as an American pioneer who had helped forge a nation out of the raw wilderness. The evaluator observed his poor judgment is further evidenced by his continued denial of his obvious guilt. His affect is not suitable. He has put behind him any feeling of shame or repentance he may have had. White-red, the evaluator's psychological... Tom White is the... The, the lead the FBI, FBI agent, agent um, read The Evaluator's Psychological Study of Hale, but there was some evil that seemed beyond the scope of science. And I want to focus in on the cloaking his savagery under the banner of civilization, because that line was so profound to me because I feel like that is the root of like, even today, like so many yeah. people claiming to be like, You know we're gonna fix things, da 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 da, da, and it turns out that they're just out for their own gain and Mm -hmm. vicious, evil people. And it's that was yeah, that's well said. Yeah, so that hit me really hard because that literally defines William Hale is the most one of the most sociopathic, like evil people I've ever read about. Um, But yeah, so that's my quote of the week. That's good stuff.
0: Yeah, and I, I agree. I feel like that's uh th- there's a lot there to be said about uh, a lot of how American uh society came to be was through savage means masked by civilized like p- people thinking that they were, you know, pioneers right. and I mean really... our entire
1: western like evolution and movement was kind of that uh yeah. manifest destiny is what we called it. But yeah, so so that's my quote of the week. Um we can just hop into discussion. Um so yeah, what you you've heard a lot from me. What was your guys' um experience with with this true story that is insane?
2: Yeah, so I think it's needs to be said again. It's crazy that I didn't know a single piece of this history. As in not taught in schools, not sought out by my own like knowledge base. Like I I've never Uh, have looked into something like this the story is absolutely wild like i'll never forget this series of events because it's so absurd that it like took place the way that it did and it was uh, you have a discussion question later so i won't go into it but it's so elaborate for crazy like what's going on right like it's it's crazy um so, I also, the amount of research that had to go into something like this, I can't imagine putting like coherent thoughts together. I think it took him five it, years. Yeah. Um, of just working so on this book. All of that is such like an insane level of storytelling that I can never wrap my head around. Um, but I will say, in the medium of a book, there were pieces of it that just like were kind of lost on me i think um i still really liked it like i gave it i gave it four out of five stars uh, but there's a level of this story that i'm like if i got like a 20 minute video like breaking everything down i think i kind of would have pulled away with the same thing and that's not to like take away from the author's work at all but there are just pieces in the beginning, especially the beginning where like the timeline kind of jumps around a little bit and I was just kind of lost on yep. what was actually going on. And it's a fairly short book. I mean, it's, it's less than 300 pages. So like, it's not like I read a huge clunker. I still flew through this thing. Um, but that's the only con I have with it. I mean, it is wild. Like, kind of like Parker said, like there are parts where, I really did have to remind myself that this was something that happened like almost a hundred years ago in real life because it's that insane.
0: Yeah, no, that's and so my uh, I, I agree with Dan. My experience, um, like I had talked about at the top, was listening to this uh, audiobook style with my son in hand trying to rock him to sleep <laughs> in the odd hours of the night. So um, what I'll say is uh, the the meat of this story. What what we've talked about is this is an important story that needs to be told that everyone should know about, right? I, I think it's a it's a key part of American history that I am glad that I know about now, and I hope that it can be spread um, and and more people can be made aware of. I will say, and I'm not sure if this was due to circumstance of how I was reading or you may um, be
2: a little biased on the how you were reading. yeah right yeah because
0: it was it was very it was a very weird circumstance Under two hours
2: of sleep but holding baby i boy. was
0: having the hardest time keeping up with what was going on at the beginning it felt like reading court transcripts yeah, like yeah, i just yeah. felt like it was just like this thing happened this thing happened this thing happened and as a as a consumer of a novel right i was just i was just having a difficult time it was overwhelming like right there was so many names there now um I like I, I honest to God this sounds so bad outside of Molly I can't remember many of <laughs> her family's names or even um is it Ernest the husband he's yeah, yeah he's pretty big he's a pretty big piece of the he's novel. Got a guys, big like, guy guys like he so the, there's there was so much that um I j- yeah. so in the beginning I'd say there's a big chunk where I was overwhelmed with the amount of information. Um, and then in the middle, once it starts getting into the investigation, I think the story becomes a little bit more cohesive and you start to it starts to unravel. So you see the bigger picture. Um, and then there's another chunk at the end that while I feel was incredibly important for the story, because I feel like it it, it does its job of saying, like,
1: this is what over. we know
0: is incomplete. Yeah. Right. Yes. And, and even yes. And, and even after all of this, there were still injustices. There are still um so many families who are who are you know Searching never their answers right never got their answers like that that piece was very important but i do think that it took a really long time uh, for him to get i, I don't know no, his, And this is just nitpicky
2: no stuff. No, no, no
1: i i was gonna I, uh, I i read your goodreads review and i was gonna mention that i feel like because that's like his grand's epilogue is kind of him describing what has happened in the years since, where he kind of since, talks about yeah. Tom White's career after all of this, um, and then kind of goes into like modern day Osage, like what is going on with them, the struggles they still have, the answers they're still looking for, which I do feel like in a way is a little bit of him kind of just like putting out there. Like you said, some of it is like him discussing the unfinished answers, but some of it is him kind of just putting the research that he couldn't place within the main story. like like within the, within the main like meat of the story. It's kind of him just like putting it in the back of the book is like, Hey, these things are important, but they didn't really fit in perfectly. So that's kind of, I do understand that 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 is kind of what it felt like was like a, Hey, I still want to tell you this, but it, it, you know, it wasn't. C- oh, can bro, I tell bro.
0: you? Can I tell you how I feel? Like th- this is totally sub, uh, subverting and, and going down a rabbit hole. Um, I feel like this would work really well as a twelve-part podcast from the people who made cereal. <laughs> Probably, like, yeah. I, uh, like yeah. I, 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 and, and talking no, to I'm like Molly and stuff. Yes, like I, I feel like if they were to break down this story add in some of the the music the you know a little bit of the production stuff um and then and then do some interviews with like current osage people people related to the burkharts people who like knew of this i feel like that could maybe make some of the information a little bit more digestible kind
1: of kind of like how like I think of Michael Lewis and date uh, The Big
2: Short. Were you about to say that? Well, yeah, I was gonna say. So, yeah,
1: yeah. Sorry, you I can was gonna. Go, Dan, I literally gonna was that.
2: going to talk about how this book reminded me of The Big Short.
1: Yeah. So yeah, Michael Lewis, in which he has a podcast. That's what I was gonna mention. Is he kind of does. He and David Grant are very similar right like so david grant yeah. is like the historic i can't
2: believe you just brought up michael lewis that's <laughs> blowing my mind he's the historical
1: version of michael lewis like michael lewis yeah. talks a lot about a, like modern day financials and m- like modern. math finance that kind of stuff but he does have a podcast where he
2: blown away that you said that like
1: talks about that kind of stuff but it is it's a really good connection because he kind of does that kind of Thing where he'll do like extended podcasts about it, yeah. Um, and I feel like they have very similar like, like, uh, right. like research styles.
2: Yes. Um uh, So what I was going to say uh, about Michael Lewis is that Big Short is one of my favorite movies. the The subject matter of The Big Short is one of my favorite topics because it's so. Fascinating to me. I've tried reading The Big Short three times and I can't do it. Oh, really? It's, it's just one of those things where, like, it's so much um, information. It's just so much information, and like a different medium really hits the high points and gives me the picture that I'm like interested in. And I feel like this book is the same way, but credit to both of these authors, where like I never would have heard of this story if not for David Graham and his freaking five years of research. And so, like, who cares if Daniel Phillips reading a novel like isn't connecting with it in that format because like how many people has this story gotten to um that they've never heard of it, which I think is really, really cool and just very impressive and very important.
1: Yeah. I just that's why I have come to like I'm almost positive that David Grant is like my favorite author now. Like yeah, I, I mean I he I find him so fascinating.
2: Uh, my Libby hold expired on the wager. But I got halfway through it and I was loving every single second of it.
1: Yeah. Um, well, and so he he did the wager, which again, like you said, is another forgotten story. Yeah. That you're like, man, how did this get lost to time? This is so interesting. And it changed so many things as far as like, you know, the British Navy, just sure. like sea seafaring stuff in general. And then also he did The Lost City of Z, which was about Percy Fawcett. Um
2: <laughs> which is not the Sandra Bullock and uh Channing Tatum movie that I always right, noticed. yeah,
1: yeah. But it's like the it, like searching for the, like the city of gold in the Amazon, right? And right. it's just like so many of his things are like I've He's already very cool put out. He has another book which I was going to talk about later, but it's called like um, is it like the death of Sherlock Holmes or something like that? But it. Just like it, he used to be like a writer for like the New Yorker, like a jur- journalist. Yeah. So he did like short versions of these kind of stories, um, and so that one of his books is just kind of like, uh, like a bunch of his best like journalistic right. stories together in a book, like essays.
2: Um, if you heard you- me
0: clacking away just now, I was searching to see if David Gran was on cameo so that I could get Brett a personalized uh message from David yeah. Grand but unfortunately he's not on Cameo.
2: I'll ask him if he can get on there for
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We, we just I mean, we would just email his publicist I'll and say, "Hey, up. you're number one fan, a, a huge history buff, loves you and uh just just give him give him a shout out."
1: He's just so dead sure. like dedicated to and I was going kind of, to the craft. Yeah, well, I was going to talk about to the, the author's note like he lived he he's he's like kind of seems like And he even says himself – he has a really good 60 Minutes interview, which I would like to point people to, um, that he did this year talking about the wager. But he also goes into uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, and he kind of shows – he shows his office, which is just like stacked wall to wall with like tens of thousands of papers of his research and stuff. So he's just kind of like a homebody, like kind of a nerdy guy, but just like so interested in history And he says he hates – like, he's not, like, an explorer, but he will go to these places that he's researching. Like, he went to Wager Island, which is not an easy place to get to, and he went and stayed with the Osage while he was writing this book just to, like, see the land. Yeah, and
0: and there's a lot of props. I mean, he's he's essentially a historical investigative reporter, right? Like, he does investigative reporting for things of the past.
1: And he's not – He gives so much credit to, and I think that's what I love too, is that that his epilogue is giving so much credit to the Osage people and talking about how like, this wasn't self-aggrandizing. Right, exactly. And he also talks about Tom White. That's why I liked Tom White so much is because he's kind of the same way. He's like my, you know, I had so many agents that helped me and like those people are the ones that like push to save themselves when no one else would do anything.
2: Did you guys do audiobook? Both of you did audiobook? I did both.
1: So I did like the first half was reading, and the second half was audiobook.
2: So you got to see the credits, like the photo credits. Yeah. The Kindle version. Yeah. Right? That stuff. Oh, that's really, cool. Like, I didn't. Snap me me back it. to reality. So, so Parker, there's about 50 photos in the book um, that just really make this story super visceral as you're reading it. Cause it'll be like, here's a, f- uh, photo of you know it's the story like molly this um, is sis- like rose's house blowing up and it's like here's the person that blew up their house and it's just like a photo Jeez. yeah oh and that's it's cool like, here's the family who died in the explosion and it's like oh, oh my babe. god and then yeah there's one one at the end was uh like william hale before it all went down i assume as he was plotting everything just like smiling posing with, with all the osage people that he's and it's like going to kill very Jesus. sinister and very shocking to like read something like that and then see photos of it directly after um
1: speaking of sinister and stuff so the one of my other you know topics that I wanted to, uh that you mentioned earlier was like the complexity and depth of the conspiracy in the links that Hale went to like so I don't, I put it on the notes, but like, and they talk about it at the beginning of the book, like Grant talks about it, I think kind of on purpose, but he talks about like the early detective, um, like, and it was a lot of like private eyes and like, it was mainly just people trying to be showy and be like Sherlock Holmes and like, just become famous. Like it was more of a ploy to be famous than to actually be like a good detective. Um, but then Tom White kind of comes in and he's kind of just like a hard nose, like, he wants to get stuff he's, done. He's he a fax guy. Yeah, but it it kind of it feels like the like cowboy American West version of like Sherlock versus Moriarty. Like Hale feels like a Moriarty. Oh yeah, character. that's a good that's a good comparison. He is he goes so to evil. so many links, and he's such a sociopath. Like in front of you, like he held on to his innocence and was just like. What are you talking about? I'm here to like help the Osage, even though like he's killing them, and but he just went to so many links to cover himself. But like, whether it be like knocking other people off, like paying people off, like getting to witnesses, just being like an evil like rich dude.
0: Even the the one that got me was where he set up the robbery and then told the the. Uh, like the the, the owner, owner to be ready with a shotgun because he had gotten a tip that like his there might and, and and like basically like covered his own tracks by getting one of his accomplices murdered and
1: having his hands uh, clean and then,
0: right and and using that to say like look at me I'm a hero right. because I tipped you off about that like crazy crazy stuff very like kingpin yes, evil
2: kingpin. he's like a mastermind
1: of just business and social like social hierarchy. So I yeah. just thought it was, it just like every new thing that they kept talking about, uh, like new story of what he went through, like hiring the guys, then being in Fort Worth so he could send a telegram to prove that he was there. And then hiring the guy to fake, that was one of the craziest one. He hired the guy to fake, like profess his guilt, the the yeah. prisoner to like pass along information and be uh, like, yeah, Lawrence, he told, I, I'm was, the one that, that did one? it. Yeah, and yeah, and he he it, it, he did it just so that he could make the FBI look bad in court, and then the guy was like, "Oh yeah, I was lying the whole time," and so like it was they spent all this time on just like a fake lead and a fake confession, just to like put him off and make himself yeah, look better. It's crazy. It's oh, mind blowing. Um, and I I feel I do feel bad. Like it is evil and it I feel so bad that it happened. So I don't want any of like my interest or our interest in oh, this no, to sound like any kind of yeah, you know, I don't know. I, don't I just don't know get that. It's one of those things you feel weird about being like like interested in because you're like, yes, this was like full on taking advantage of an entire group of people and like murdering them. Right. Um but yeah, so any w- anything in any uh, comments, questions on the, the conspiracy? I mean, just the
2: like the his main ploy in itself was wild. Like before, he had to like kind of cover his own tracks. But just like the like, here's this family. Let's kill them one by one, so their inheritance kind of like waterfalls down. down to the next one, and then like we'll kill that one, and then it's all ours. Like that plan in itself is crazy
0: yeah so that and and that kind of my my only thought really um i mean i i agree with everything i've said so far
1: the police Um,
0: were (laughs) not how stupid the police were but how uh like eustace not eustace ernest um, Ernest. god ernest thank you guys i promise i read it i'm (laughs) tired so tired (laughs) Ernest, there's like there's no way that he like, I, I don't know. The book made it seem like he was this, like, conflicted, um, yeah. you know, maybe kind of, like, simple guy was who coward. W- was yeah. controlled. Yeah, I think he's straight-up evil, and and the whole time was in on it with Hale. And maybe, like, Hale, like, I do believe was the mastermind, but he married Molly, had children with her, and then willingly and, like, like fully helped. was a part of, helped Th- them systematically murder and
1: poison her, her family too.
0: and and poison her and these are real people mind you again not a story like this person is straight up evil and I, sleeping I, I don't in know bed i just like the whole time night. right the whole time reading that i was so skeeved out by him as a person because that is a that is a sickening level of uh, of evil to be able to you know go along with that and and manipulate someone and mourn with her when her sister died like yeah. what kind of i don't know i i had i had zero sympathy for anyone um
2: gosh it, the the crazy one to me was sorry we keep just like sidetracking because i keep thinking of other scenes um the first sister's death Anne yeah was it anna, 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 anna brown yeah anna brown um like when they find her body and they get the search party together and like the guy who murdered her was like right there crying over her body when they found it being like who who could do this like that is
0: yeah and Those two doctors and, can we talk about the shones yeah, yeah. right the there freaking
2: there. doctors man
0: that is that that's right the show yeah, the, the yeah. brothers yeah, yeah. yeah see i got one name right okay there we go <laughs> Um, yeah, no, those guys are
2: messed up too. And like they, they got like, away with
0: it. They essentially like mutilated her corpse, and then we're like, "Oh no, we didn't find the bullet. We didn't do like all this stuff, and we're covering up and poisoning everyone like
1: crazy." It's, and that, well, Absolutely that's, insanity. That's the other thing is um, the the thing that I was going to mention is like uh, how they they poisoned so many people, and every time. Yeah. The police were like, that's so weird. Like, why are they dying so in such a weird way? And it's just like, you would think that after any amount of it, it's so clear that they put no care or time into it. Like, that's kind of one of the points that Grand makes. Um, well, and half
0: of them were in Hale's well, yeah, exactly. pocket, right? right. So I exactly. feel like... It was a mixture of incompetence and the majority, like, cause they were, there were cops who were like actively leading the other cops off the trail, um, or destroy or just straight up destroying evidence. Yeah. So,
1: um, well that's, yeah, it, dude, the two, um, the two politicians, like the two white guys that they sent to Washington that both got knocked off. Like the one oh, that they yeah. got, they found by the train tracks and stuff
0: Yeah, that insane. is still
1: technically like unsolved like the that's that was another time when i was like this how is how is this not one of the most important like terrifying stories in american history like <laughs> yeah it went all the way to washington it clearly went all the way to washington but just nobody cared and then the fbi hoover was i think at this point everyone kind of knows that he was like not a great person so um yeah he obviously by the end of it kind of covered it up for more important stories because you know white wasn't his typical agent and so he didn't want to like publicize it
2: that much right i know every time i hear this i feel like an idiot because uh in my head new york times is just the website i go to to play my little connections game every morning but when Washington Post and New York Times are mentioned in like the 1920s, I'm like, oh, just yeah, such a they're weird. that old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've been
1: around for a long time.
0: Those institutions aren't just there for Wordle.
2: Yeah. <laughs> did they, how did they play Wordle? Did they play it in the newspaper? But yeah. Can- I don't know. They had a courier running around really fast delivering the daily <laughs> The word Wordle of the day the towns. is
1: he would go in a bar and just be like, all right, start guessing. I'll tell you if you're right.
2: <laughs> He'd write it on a chalkboard. Yeah. Like, All right, see you tomorrow, and he runs off. Um, but I always forget that, like, those two establishments are <laughs>
1: Existing that, that long.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it
1: just in general, um, an insane story. There's another point that I was going to make, but I forget what it was. Do you guys have anything else um, that you wanted to mention
2: or that, that uh, caught n- your... Not about, like, the Osage or the initial kind of plans, but we haven't really gotten into kind of the FBI segment of the story. If you have anything on that, I thought it was going to be more Um like, I, I I feel like I wanted more about the FBI. Yeah. The, like, so
1: yeah, like the second half of the book is mainly focused on um Tom White's investigation and just yeah, kind of the yeah. bureaucracy of the early FBI and how, they were still kind of trying to prove themselves being like federal investigators, because at that time federal investigators weren't like a big thing and they were yeah. originally the BOI, the Bureau of Investigation. Um, And so they really like, and again, J Edgar Hoover was kind of the, the force that pushed the FBI to what it is today being like, you know, the most powerful like domestic, um, law enforcement agency in the country. Um,
0: I wish they were still the BOI. <laughs> the boy.
1: <laughs> this is the boy. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an agent of boy. <laughs> so don't oh, know. It's sorry. boy. <laughs> um, but you can. I saw t- that oh, twinkle God. in
2: your eye and I didn't know where you, what you were about it, to do. That's
1: the,
0: that's the twinkle of lack of sleep, my
1: friend. Um, but yeah, so it just kind of kind of jumps into why like tom white was um not like an atypical like hoover wanted like um like college grads wearing suits kind of what you think of nowadays um yeah just very like businessmen, police. Um, and at he that went time, freaking
0: nerd, nerdo boys <laughs> up there, and Tom White was a straight cowboy. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it was still in a weird phase where, like, he was a good enough investigator to be like, he still wore his cowboy hat. And Hoover put up with it because he knew he was a good investigator. But um, he had, he was always kind of nervous that he was going to lose his job because he was kind of purging the, the Bureau of Investigation of all its, like, old-timey lawmen, which is another interesting aspect of the story. Like I said at the beginning, he kind of talks about early detectives, um, kind of what that looked like, and then just like crime crime investigation in general, like how it evolved during this time, um, which is very interesting, super interesting and in how um, the FBI was kind of the only agency that could come in and do anything because Hale had paid off everybody in the state of Oklahoma and anybody that got sent to, to look at the crime was immediately paid off, uh, Mm -hmm. which is just a crazy, crazy story. So yeah. So Tom light, very interesting person. His, the story of him going on to be like the only good prison warden that I've ever heard of, uh, afterwards being like even though he had Hale and one of the other killers in his prison, he was just like, you know I'm just gonna treat him as I normally be treated. I'm not gonna mistreat him. They tried to kill me. <laughs> just gonna yeah, treat him as people
2: escaped and held him at gunpoint and he was like ah yeah like don't shot punish them with a shotgun in the, he he right?" I, mean, I shotgun
1: read that shot with, his, <laughs> with his arm yeah
0: and then they were they they kind of glossed over that i think this guy is like a super soldier yeah a little bit <laughs> pretty
1: much i mean he they, they said he was a big guy he was like six four i'm
0: nah.
2: six four and i ain't blocking a shotgun shot at point <laughs> blank range in my forearm damn Dude. let's
0: go outside and try something real quick i
1: have an idea <laughs> Um, but yeah, (laughs) throw those arms up. Very interesting. I think he has another book written about him, but, um, but I think grand does a good job of, you know, he goes, the story is like the formation of the FBI. So he kind of balances, but he kind of tells the story of the FBI within the Osage, um, Hmm. murder case. Yeah. um, any other narrative things do you want to talk about? Like how, how the story um,
0: how he how he told it. No, i I'm not not necessarily how David Grant told it, but I do think there's something to be said for uh, reading it and how it's a healthy practice to take a look in the into the into our past, into our nation's past and be reminded of um, what got us to where we are today and how that is still playing out today and how there are still injustices today um, and I, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that it's tough, right? Because it, it's not exactly a, a happy read, right? right? When I read this, I didn't, I didn't come away feeling great. It wasn't
1: like a happy um, ending, but like,
0: right. But I, I also think that's extremely important because, um, I could have gone my entire life ignorant to this, um, you know, the, the, the Osage murders and the, and the victims. And, um, you know, I think there's, there's something to be said again for us being like, Three white dudes who have never had the, those problems, who have never yeah. had that, um, you know that that's the, those people who were taking advantage of them and who had rigged the system against them. Um, you know, like we are, we are the, uh, you know, in some way have benefited from that, um, and um, it, you know, it just it, it I don't know, it just re- it it really makes you think and consider. Like there's there's really no reason why we have it the way that we do outside of just uh, a lot of, a lot of shady bad things that happened in the past um, that still have not been answered for today. And that's why it is very important for us to, to know about these things and read about these things and hear about these things. So I am happy overall, like great experience with learning the book about this. Yes. Learning like the educational yeah. piece of it was great.
1: Um, yeah. The, the, you know, the sad note at the end of it is that um a lot of the money was stolen and it continued to be stolen even after these cases were solved most everybody involved got away scot scotch scot free they got away with very little penalties like everyone was pardoned um like Hale felt no remorse some of them even returned to the to osage county um not a whole lot was done once they were uh Put into prison um yeah and then again a lot of the money was stolen over time it started to dry up uh, the only like semi-good footnote was that the osage won a, a case against the federal government for a couple hundred million dollars to recover some of the money that was stolen from them um and they did fix the head right policy that was allowing yeah the you know hail and stuff to take advantage of it but it was at that point too late a little bit because a lot so much of it had been stolen um so it's still they still get money from it but obviously it's not what it once was right Um, so um you know it is just it's very sad that there's still so many unanswered questions um but yeah and as far as Uh, learning from it I did see a recent story um, it's kind of going on right now I don't know if it's the exact I don't know too many details about it but I wanted to point out like of history repeating itself but we I think in the past couple years um, a lithium mine was discovered in or like a lithium deposit maybe the largest in the world was discovered in Nevada um, in like a former volcano um, and if you don't know, lithium is like nowadays, probably the most valuable mineral resource in the world because it's fueling like any kind of every battery, future tech and like, yeah, batteries in general. So like the EV, um, evolution is kind of dependent on that and it's pretty scarce. Um, but they found a deposit in Nevada, but it turns out, um, at least a portion of it is on uh sacred native american land and so they're protesting oh, the the mining of it um at le- because the u.s government moved forward without like consent and so there's a lot of protesting going on at least to be like hey like you need to at least recognize if you're going to continue doing like recognize it in like it sucks that they're going to keep doing it but unfortunately, I feel like that's what's going to be because it is lithium. Uh, but the government is just like, no, it's I mean, we asked like one tribe and got like, I guess a half OK. And so they were like, no, nah, we don't need to talk to we don't need to consult any more of you. Yeah, that's wild. We're just going to do it. And so, yeah, I
0: really I really wish I could say, like reading this book, you have that feeling coming away from it. Like, wow, all the progress we've made um, and you know, it's one of those things where I think greed and yeah. uh, and manipulation and that kind of stuff exists in power, um, and maybe it's just better hidden. Um, but I do hope that there are better checks and balances in place, and I do hope that uh, this kind of stuff does not continue to happen. Greed.
1: Yeah. Any other any any final thoughts, comments?
0: There's a movie coming out.
1: Yeah. So. For the author's note, we were going to just briefly mention, yeah, there's a movie, um, Martin Scorsese, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, which also I love that part of the very, I forgot to mention that at the very beginning of the book when he describes like what the flower killing moon was and how that kind of like turned into the the title was super interesting in that it like all the beautiful flowers below get overshadowed. Um, because, um, all these like bigger plants and flowers grow over top of them and it kills the small, beautiful ones, um, which is obviously like a commentary on what happened. But, um, mm-hmm. I just thought that was a very, um, interesting title, but yeah. So movie, um, it's supposed to be big. It's supposed to be like, a you know, an award award nomination, up for Oscars and it, everything. It's going to be an Oscar movie, right? Is it, it It's this 100%. Is it this year? Yes. It's, it's coming out, out soon. So it comes out in October. So yeah. oh, that's kind right. of like perfect timing. Um, I think October 20th. But yeah. Robert um, De
2: Niro is William Hale. Yes. Leo for Ernest Parker.
1: Yeah. Which I think, so Parker sent, had sent an article in our group chat mentioning how Scorsese re- rewrote his script from the original one that he had because he realized that he was focusing too much on the white people of the story. And so I think this final one is going to focus more on Molly. Like Molly's going to be our main character and it's going to focus on her relationship with Ernest and her family. I believe. Yeah, I
0: I really hope so. I got to say, I did watch the trailer for the movie um, and it heavily features Leo. I've seen a lot of posters (laughs) that are like Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't really care for Leonardo DiCaprio as a person anyways, and also, I don't necessarily trust that Martin Scorsese is gonna, gonna do, do a great the, job of yeah. representing um, the Osage people. So I, I say that you know I'm excited that this story maybe has another pathway to be accessible to people, um, but I'm I'm tentative and and worried that it's gonna be uh, maybe handled poorly. So I have, I have hopes that it'll be good. <laughs> Um, but if not, then read the book and do what you can to support the Osage. And who knows?
1: Yeah. Who knows? Definitely. Maybe hey, maybe, maybe it'll be surprising. Maybe it'll be, yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. it'll be very Ho- hopefully, good. Hopefully, like you said. Um, but yeah, so other note, like I said, um, go watch his 60 Minutes interview. Super interesting. He's just like an interesting person. It just seemed like he spent writing Killers of Flower Moon. He went to one of the U.S. Like, national archives, which I think is in Fort Worth, the one closest to Oklahoma. And that's where he kind of found, he was kind of going down a ledger of, so the, the, the white people that were controlled the finances of the Osage were called guardians. So he was yeah. going down a list of guardians and the Osage that they had in their, like, portfolio and he started noticing like a lot of on some of the cases it was like at least two-thirds of them were listed as dead Jeez. in their portfolio so he started kind of he kind of just stumbled into like the conspiracy part yeah. like like telling that side of the story because he realized that um i'm sure like most people he hadn't heard about the story before so um, but yeah, so he's yeah. just an interesting guy. Um, look him up on YouTube. There's countless speaking engagements that he does at like colleges and stuff where he talks about his books and his research and stuff. Just an interesting guy. Yeah. And the, the book that I mentioned earlier, I just realized I have the title for it. It's called The Devil in Sherlock Holmes, Tales of Murder, Madness, and Obsession. And it's a collection of 12 essays that he did um, just when he was a journalist about random stuff which it seems kind of interesting so yeah that's yeah, super cool, cool. Well, um, anything else
0: before we bookmark it yeah i don't so we're, we're done we're done with killers of the flower moon what do we what do we got next what's on the docket we are reading the luminous dead by caitlin starling
1: oh yeah it's our october, october book spooky
0: it's our october book we're entering fully into spooky season um so Looking get ready for it. that. Um send us in your... Are you guys
2: reading anything else? I think so. Bloody Rose.
0: Bloody Rose. Yes, send, that sounds
1: send Dan your horror book uh recommendations. Yeah, send me some
2: horror book recommendations.
1: And horror I'm going re- reading,
0: reading Fragile Threads of Power. That the, <laughs> the new the new Shades of Magic book Very that V fun. e Schwab's releasing it on the twenty third. I'm so I'm so excited, guys. Very
2: fun. Nice. I've been
0: reliving that world and loving every minute of it. Okay. Fair that's it for, for
2: me you. uh i want to thank you to brett for recommending this book it was a very very good read yeah I, yeah hey, i thanks, enjoyed brett. learning about this thanks
1: thanks guy thanks
0: i yeah. like you thanks,
2: thanks guy i like you guys. i like you too also thank you jacob robinson for the music i like you too and maddie moon for the cover art I like you too Thank like you all, both. like all of them
0: that okay you gotta that last one you didn't have enough enthusiasm i i for one really like maddie oh, well, <laughs> i think she's great
2: i for one was gonna make a joke and just say like i didn't like maddie but i was like it's kind of mean thank you to Parker okay. so well, I,
0: I appreciate you holding back from being a big punk
2: it's hard i'm pinching myself right now yeah um if y'all want to have uh if y'all want us to
1: have parker's son as a guest on a future episode just let us know in the comments
2: he's gonna piss on the microphone
0: <laughs> he probably will he probably That'd i, I mean he, he will at some point he will okay uh oh boy well i actually hear him crying so okay, we should no. really wrap this up so i can go give up. him kisses and change his diaper most likely
2: okay
0: just with right. Parker um remember the real friends were the books we nope the real books are the friends we made along the way
2: bye